0: Hey Jeepers, on episode 233, we'll hear about how some familiar names at Jeep get some high praise, and you'll never guess what rig Pensoil has chosen for their test vehicle. Later in the show, I'll let you guys know about how my first trip out with my newly lit Jeep went.
1: Mickey G calls the show in full survival mode.
2: We hear from CPO about his vehicle wrap, and we've got a cool off-road trail item of the month. I'll be getting down and dirty and diagnosing front-end noises. Tammy's going to be talking masking and tape, and pigs apparently can fly now because Tony's talking about going wheeling. Finally, all this and more coming up on this week's Jeep Talk Show.
0: You're listening to a 4x4 4x4 Radio Network Podcast.
1: Are you ready? It's the G Talk Show. With Tammy on Wrangler, Tony and Josh on Cherokee. So sit back,
3: strap in.
2: Well, a familiar name is inducted into the Automotive Hall of Fame. Former Ford CEO Alan Mulally and consumer activist Ralph Nader will join Bertha Benz, the wife and business partner of Carl Benz, who invented the gasoline-powered automobile, and engineer Roy Lunn, godfather of the Ford GT40, as the latest inductees into the Automotive Hall of Fame. The four inductees will be honored at the Hall's 2016 induction and awards ceremony on July 21st at Cobo Center in Detroit. If you haven't heard of Roy Lunn, well, he joined American Motors in 1971 as head of engineering for Jeep. Honorable credentials unto themselves. But this is the man who developed the original Cherokee and Wagoneer, the forefathers to the XJ. They were produced for 18 years with a total output of nearly 3 million. I'm sure I can speak for just about anyone when I say that's a legacy worth honoring in the Automotive Hall of Fame. Another familiar Jeep family name gets recognition also. The British-born head of Jeep Worldwide, Mike Manley, has been named as 2016's most influential UK executive in the global automotive business. The accolade recognizes the impact Manley has made to the Jeep business, in particular the spectacular sales successes the brand has enjoyed over the past three years. And rightly so. Sales have multiplied from 320,000 globally in 2009 to last year's 1.23 million, with a target of nearly 2 million units worldwide in two years. In two years' time, rather. And just in case you were looking for somebody to blame, well, Manly has also been responsible for the launch of the popular Jeep Renegade across the world. Bastard. And it's finalizing plans for world domination. I mean, uh, soon the come Grand Wagoneer and, and see SUV, the compact SUV crossover we know very little about and is yet to be released. Now in its fifth year, the Brit list, as they're calling it, celebrates the 50 most influential UK players in the business in terms of car choice, manufacturing, design and engineering. Well, high praise indeed. And guess what vehicle Pennzoil chose as their test rig? Well, there are a few places on Earth with a harsher environment than the desert of Baja, California, which makes it a great place to put a vehicle to the test. And that's exactly where the team from Pennzoil took professional driver Reese Millen, stuck him in a 2016 Jeep Wrangler Rubicon filled with Pennzoil synthetic oil, and let him rip through the Mexican desert in temperatures hovering around a nice balmy 130 degrees. Several donkey shows and a whole lot of tequila later, and the Jeep show was somehow still running. Pennzoil, however, was there to test out the performance of their synthetic oil in the extreme heat and, in the process, made a pretty sweet mini-movie for its Joyride video series of Reese Millen putting a Jeep Wrangler Rubicon through the ringer. Now, Millen takes this Wrangler where we only can dream of being while sitting in the office. Across the sand, rocks, and rough terrain that make up the spectacular Baja Desert. The video is up on YouTube right now, but I warn you guys, this is some serious Jeep porn. And I don't know how much longer YouTube is going to be able to keep it up. For now, you can check it out, the link we posted up on it on, in our show notes for this episode right over at JeepTalkShow.com. Hey, thanks to all of you guys who continue to help us out each and every week by submitting a story for This Week in Jeep. If you got something you think we should be reporting on or you got a response to any one of our stories, by all means, send us an email to info at JeepTalkShow.com.
1: Well, that's fun. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, maybe I just misheard or, or thought I heard this, but whenever you said Jeep, I think you said Jeep Show.
3: Uh, uh, Jeep Talk show. I didn't hear that
1: yeah okay maybe it was just me uh, being wishful but anyway i thought it was uh, it was really good it was a good segue if nothing else like the the uh uh the, what was it the cops that would kept saying meow on the, yeah. the pullover <laughs> <laughs> it's still the talk show in there were so often jeep talk show
4: <laughs> what's up guys i'm kobe and i'm jason from morgan trail off oh. road you're listening to jeep talk show
1: Listening to Jeep, Jeep Talk Show, Show. The number one Jeep podcast. Eh, at my mom's
0: house. Jeep is off road. Jeep is about the journey. Jeep has a great story, a story that I want to tell. I'm a voiceover talent, and I'm going off road with a grassroots marketing campaign to voice for Jeep. Want to join me on the ride? I could sure use the company. Please tag Jeep. Post a link to kb4jeep.com add a message, and use the hashtag MyJeepStory. Thanks, Jeep Talk Show and your listeners for your support along this crazy journey. See you on the social media trail. Coming up in Wrangler Talk, I took the Jeep on the rocks this past weekend, and I'll let you know if the ruby rails rubbed, and did I scream? Stay tuned.
1: Oh, you know, I got to edit that video, so uh, I got to see a little bit of it. You guys are going to enjoy uh, Tammy because if nothing else, she's always fun with her comments. Tammy, I'm just amazed that you actually go off road uh, <laughs> with uh, the comments that you make because uh, uh, I, I don't know, you must be a ro- roller coaster enthusiast as well.
0: Oh uh, no, I, I, they scare me to death.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think the jeep does too. Uh huh. <laughs> Oh, you mean she wasn't just going going down the trails in neutral with her arms up over the top? (laughs) Well, you heard that there's a spotter says, put your hands on the wheel. But anyway, let's talk about the Jeep Talk Show.
0: Josh, what's in your mouth?
2: (laughs) Well, that's for me to know and you to find out. (laughs)
1: 30 second delay for the uh, for the co-host uh, folks so she was <laughs> seeing what Josh was doing 30 seconds ago anyway let's talk about the Jeep Talk Show if you're watching this on YouTube we want you to know that the Jeep Talk Show is also available in audio only format uh, great to listen to while commuting commuting, work, commuting, working out at the gym or taking uh, care of chores at the house subscribe via iTunes TuneIn, in or Stitcher and never miss an episode
2: and we don't want you guys to be missing out on anything that we're posting up from our regular releases to our bonus releases. And you can do that by subscribing to our YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash Jeep Talk Show is where you can find us. We're always posting up some crazy stuff, whether it be our live show that we are broadcasting every week, 10 p.m. Central, or whether it be well, dash cam footage or interesting other videos, guys. we got it all over there at YouTube.com slash Jeep Talk Show. Make sure you tell a friend if you haven't subscribed, do so right now.
1: Absolutely.
2: I got the dash cam
1: working again. There may be some Houston traffic uh, uh, images coming up soon. Video cool. coming up soon.
2: Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show?
3: What do you talk about, man?
2: Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? I got no idea what the heck. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at?
3: You know what? Thank you.
2: Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Underwater. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? In the bubble bath. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? No clue. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Flex flexing on stumps. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? I would assume on the radio. The Jeep Talk Show, available on iTunes and at jeeptalkshow.com.
1: Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? You uh, can call us and let us know. Just call us at 530-675-4102 any time of the day or night. And let us know where you are when you listen to the Jeep Talk Show.
2: And hey, guys, I want you guys to be aware of an interview that we have coming up here Uh, the same week as this show is going to be released. Well, you guys can check out a bonus download that we're going to have with the second interview with Oregon Trail Offroad. Now, I had Jason back in studio for a part two of a little bit of a follow up interview that we did. Well, back in February, a lot of stuff has changed. And well, guys, you definitely want to check this one out because the game is completely different now. Uh, We really got into the nuts and bolts of this trip, um, how you guys can get involved, and a lot more. So you want to check that out, make sure you guys are looking this week for the second interview with Oregon Trail Off-Road. And hey, coming up in the very near future... I uh, recently had an interview with somebody who was a lot bigger of a deal than who I thought he was, and uh, <laughs> don't tell thing, people that. <laughs> well, <laughs> this uh, this this interview actually turned out to be quite something special. Um, uh, if you guys want to check out who I got a chance to sit down with, well, you need to head over to thetrailhero.com and uh, and check that out. And uh, well, let's just say it's the guy who got that whole thing up and running. Uh, we'll find out a little bit more about that in the near future. In the meantime. Be sure to do a subscribe to all of our feeds to uh, make sure you guys get the, the latest from us. And Tony, how can people uh, make sure that they don't miss something like a bonus download?
1: Well, Josh, I'm glad you asked that. It's uh, really simple to do. You can actually go over to YouTube, subscribe uh, YouTube uh, slash uh, Jeep Talk Show. Uh, you can go over to our website, JeepTalkShow.com, subscribe there, and every time there's a post, which includes a, an audio, a new audio file that's coming out. Uh, or as that has been published you'll get notification there and of course if you subscribe via iTunes stitcher or tuned in well in the iTunes uh, realm you'll the the episode will be downloaded to your phone automatically oh, there's wow, also there you go yeah there's also uh, like beyond pod uh, podcast addict apps that you can actually load on your phone and it will automatically download the episodes so when you're driving and you go geez Good lord, this traffic is horrible! Or my god, I got to mow the grass again. You can go. Oh, I can make it a little more enjoyable, and just press play on your phone. You don't have to worry even worry about internet access because it's already on your phone. Show gets released every Monday at midnight, so all you have to do is have that app ready to download. uh, Look, you know, every day about 11 p.m. while you're on Wi-Fi, and the show will be there right for
2: you. Outstanding.
1: Yep, it's really simple. Uh it's a little confusing to people, I think, but I think once you uh once you get in the habit of it, you'll find out how simple it is and uh boy, it's just, it's great to have that uh entertainment on demand. I I oh, yeah. I really enjoy it because I have several podcasts I listen to. Well, let's get over to our uh cool Jeep off-road item tonight. Uh Josh, what do you got for us?
2: Well, I got something that I've had personal experience with, and I think this is a, a must-have for anybody who, uh, who's off-road. Pretty much just, you should have one of these in every one of your, uh, every one of your vehicles. Look, everybody needs a tire iron in their rig, uh, especially if you ever have an opportunity to change a flat tire, uh, which, well, we are oftentimes presented with when we're out on the trail. And there is nothing worse than not having the right uh, lug wrench to get those lug nuts off and having to turn to your sockets and hoping that they're going to fit in the wheels. Well, Gorilla Automotive came up with a, uh, with a nice solution for that. It's called the 1721 Telescoping Power Wrench, and it's less than $25 over at jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon. That's right, amazon.com has a lot of cool Jeep stuff. If you guys want to support the show, just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon. This thing telescopes, has a handle the telescopes to 21 inches for maximum leverage and compacts to 14 inches for easy storage. Hardened steel and precision construction, this thing is definitely not wonky. A perfect replacement for your standard lug wrench. Poly bag is included for convenient storage, and trust me, you're going to want that. This thing works perfectly as a weapon against those pesky tree huggers. It's <laughs> yours now over at jeeptalkshow.com/Amazon. Just do a quick search for the Gorilla Automotive Telescoping Power Wrench. You can get yours too for just twenty-five bucks.
1: I just have one thing to correct, Josh. We don't yeah. use the word wonky. We use okay. the word janky. I was
3: janky.
0: D- <laughs> I wanted to say it. See, we're getting on we're getting on the same level
1: here, Tammy, and yeah. that's bad news for you.
0: I know. <laughs> and you, you know what, Nate, don't worry about it. I'm over it. I'm I'm now that's the new name of my Jeep. Oh Jeep. hell,
1: you. Yeah, you've been out there. You know what it'll do and it you see everything worked out perfectly fine. So, yeah, just uh, that's the way to be. You just uh go out there and uh figure out what's going to happen. Well, let's get over to our review. And if you don't re- uh, remember how to do this, uh the best way you can do it and hear it on the show, that is, is to go to iTunes and give us a five-star review like we got tonight, Tammy.
0: Yeah, from Alabama EMT on June 14th, 2016, he titles it, The Reason I'm Now in a Jeep. And we, he gave us five out of five stars. Three weeks ago, I didn't own a Jeep. I was in the market for a full-size truck and just happened to cross a killer deal on a TJ. Not having much experience with jeeping, I typed Jeep into iTunes and this show popped up. I started listening and was hooked. The community of Jeep owners and the wealth of info and humor on this show is awesome. Needless to say, I am now a proud owner of my first Jeep and will continue to listen and promote this podcast. Keep up the great work. Nick T.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Thank you very much, Nick. Kind words and uh and a very awesome perspective from somebody who's well very frankly very new to the show. Thanks again and make sure you head over and uh check out all of our episodes over on iTunes. You can pretty much download our well, virtually our entire show history over there. Mm-hmm. So, uh Nick,
1: I would say uh the a couple of things that come to mind, what year Jeep? What year TJ did you get? Uh, any modifications done to it already, or and, and it, do you have any plans on mo- making modifications? I mean, I know you're new to it, uh, so I may be talking too fast for you. But I get all excited about a new Jeep. I kind of get the feeling it's like Seinfeld, you know, where uh, all the New Yorkers hear about an apartment that's that's uh, you know coming available, <laughs> yeah. and they want to know what the rent is because the rent control. It's kind of like this: is this this guy gets a Jeep, he gets a TJ? Oh, what year is it? You Does get, it have any modifications? What yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's it got? What'd you get? <laughs>
1: But uh, please uh, call in and let us know what's going on uh, with your TJ and any modifications. Answer all these questions for us. We'd love to play, you, uh, play your voicemail on the show. It's, uh, just call 530-675-4102. And my God, thank
2: you so much for the wonderful review. It, uh, it made me all tingly, not janky at all. <laughs> and hey, speaking of getting involved with the show, several episodes back, we shared with you the story of Force Protection, LLC, a retired Air Force veteran-owned and operated state-of-the-art vinyl wrap company. Now, the owner, Bradley, was looking for a real badass Jeep from our audience to do a -a one-of-a-kind full vehicle wrap for a -a once-in-a-lifetime deal. Well, friend of the show, CPO, answered the call, got the wrap done, and showcased the work at Jeep Jam 2016 at the Rockingham County Fairgrounds in Harrisburg, Virginia. The picks we got were awesome, and we are super proud and stoked to have been able to make this happen. But let's hear from CPO himself about this whole thing
0: okay cpo this weekend you this past weekend you went someplace kind of cool tell me about
4: yeah it. um i was down in virginia in uh, harrisonburg for the dick myers jeep jam uh this is their seventh uh jeep jam so i haven't been down there i live in maryland so there's uh jeep jams near here um but i connected up with brad from force protection uh and uh you know we actually connected through jeep talk Show. And so, um, anyway, uh, he and I connected, and uh, we applied some product to the overclocked Jeep, and then I went down and helped him demonstrate that at the Jeep Jam.
0: So what, what is on your... Can't you see it? No, I don't see anything.
4: (laughs) Well, so that's the point, actually. Um, So you're familiar with like the clear uh, bra, you know, you put on, you buy a brand new Lexus, and the first thing they do is try and sell you into this bra that you put over the front that protects from chips and all that stuff. Um, so that's what Brad does. He does this clear paint-protectant film. It's a high-quality sort of polymer, uh, sticky, see-through, can't-see-it, um, uh, somewhat impact and abrasion-resistant material um, that normally goes on the front of vehicles. He does hoods and you know front bumpers and stuff like that. But when we were talking about doing it on a Jeep, I told him, I said, look, Brad, I don't have a whole lot of problems with rock chips and stuff like that on my hood. What I have a problem with are my doors. Um, when I get on tight trails, I get pinstriping. Um, I've buffed out a few times, uh, but the, the brush and stuff uh, rubs up. And then also I have a problem with rock chips just taking out my hinges, knocking the paint off of them because I'm on the trail and my, my uh, tires throw little rocks. So uh, that's what we did. We did all four doors of this Jeep and this whole center col- column. So you can't see it because, well, it's designed not to be seen. But if you look real closely, um, you can see right around here. Yeah, I just um, noticed, Or you right? can see right around the edges. You can see where the uh, protectant film ends. And we also did wrap the hinges uh, to protect them from getting further rock yeah, damage. Yeah, I can feel
0: it. It starts right here. And it goes right here.
4: Yep. Um, and so that's what made me happy. He does have cutouts for uh, fenders and um, fender flares. If you have painted flares. He's got cutouts for the hood, the front grill, um, and uh, I think maybe a couple of other areas like like up in here, the, um, uh, the cowl. But really, my real concern was the doors because I just was seeing scratches already and I didn't want any more. And so um, the other thing I found is, um, and you can actually see it on the other side, when I take my doors off and I store them in the garage, um, they are then at the mercy of how they're treated in the garage, and I do have some uh, pretty good marks right here um, on my passenger side door from when they were actually in storage in the garage. That's on the f- protective film, that's not my paint that's scratched. So already, they've protected my door from a pretty nasty gash. Um, so I was hugely thankful of that. Um, but that's it, uh, that's, that's what we did. Uh, we connected up and, uh, and we did that to the Jeep and showed it off at the Jeep Jam Got a great response, a lot of people seemed interested. A lot of people doing either fresh paint jobs, repaints, or get brand new vehicles and they want to protect them. Um, The paint film itself has a five year warranty against yellowing uh, or any other manufacturer defect. But um, I think a a lot of things people worried about is is it will yellow over time, and these are designed not to yellow. Um, They don't yellow, otherwise uh, they would be replaced under warranty. The other thing is that once you put them on, it basically destroys your paint to peel them off. And that's not true. Um, Brad says he can come in five years later and peel it off. Uh, it'll take some work. Uh, it's not designed to come off, but it will It'll come off and the door will look like it was never there. Um, the other interesting thing is it's UV transparent. Um, which means the parts that I have that are protected and the parts that I have that are not protected are gonna fade from the sun at exactly the same rate because whether you like it or not, your paint fades over time because of the sunlight. So what they did is they wanted to make sure that this didn't protect from sunlight, from ultraviolet light any more than anything else so everything sort of blends together. Um, So in theory, nobody should ever know I have it, yet whenever I get little door dings like this, I'm protected. Uh, The other cool thing is I can put stickers on top of it, so just like regular paint. Uh, that's a sticker that's on the top of the uh, film there. Uh, you wax it just like a normal vehicle um, wax. Um, there are some restrictions on what you can do to take care of it. Like don't use uh, the the bug gut remover thing on it. Um, that's pretty bad. Of course, I wouldn't put that on my paint anyway if I didn't have to. Um, but uh, wax it just like normal, wash it just like normal, and it should last for many years. So it's pretty cool, actually. Does, does he have a website? He does. Um, I think it's forceprotectionllc.com. Um, don't quote me, but right. I'm sure you'll put it on the I screen, think, yep. like right here. It'll say right here, whatever that website yep. is. I know she's going to do that.
1: <laughs> so good stuff. Uh, Tammy, why didn't you get yours covered?
0: I, you know, I'm seriously thinking about it, that it was really amazing. Yeah. And, um, I could seriously. definitely use it because when I'm on the, the trails, I usually like to hug, um, the trails, which scratches,
2: um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I that, that trail like pinstriping and anybody who's familiar with wheeling ever been on on the trail with uh, with any trees or brush or anything like that knows what that pinstriping is like and and how difficult it can be to remove. Now, if anybody's familiar with like the 3M Clear Bra type stuff, well, this is kind of in the same family of that, but even more transparent. The optics on this look to be amazing and really uh, Bradley's work uh, done on that Force Protection LLC. Uh, amazing workmanship on it. It is. Uh, for, for those of us who are listening to this on our podcast, the audio only, guys, the seams on the work between the panels were virtually invisible. Oh, yeah. Um, Tammy had to get was, really close uh, with the yeah, camera I mean, for, before you could to see them. Yeah, had that lens within a couple few inches to even barely see, uh, see the seams. So, very nicely done work um, by Force Protection LLC. If you guys are in the neighborhood of them or are willing to drive your, or ship your vehicle out there, I would highly recommend having them do some work for you. Um, what uh, CPO had done to his Jeep nicely done, uh, very very good work and, and, uh, and tastefully done as well, looks good.
1: Well he's fairly close uh, I mean I guess it's a three hour drive still from, from Maryland but he's fairly yeah. close to Roush Creek so what's better than to uh, set up an appointment there with Protection uh, forceprotectionllc.com and uh, have your, uh, your Jeep, Jeep wrapped and then head on over to uh, Roush Creek and test out the wrap <laughs> yep, just make sure you get the Jeep
2: uh, talk show logo put in there Uh, yeah, you You know,
1: and I was just, I was, you know, I was disappointed because I was told it was going to be a wrap and I was, I I kept hinting that it should be Jeep talk show, a nice big Jeep talk show logo at an angle and, you know, not show it, kind of do a reveal. I don't don't think CPO CPO. got the memo. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't want him to. I wanted, that's what I wanted to be. Just a surprise. Uh, we need to get him a a Jeep talk show t-shirt. So, uh, when he's doing interviews and stuff, you know?
2: Uh so yeah, but hey, thanks again, uh, Tammy, for for making that happen. Uh yeah. for, for making that video happen anyways. And, yes and uh big thanks out there to Force Protection L L C uh Bradley, uh the owner, and of course CPO for uh for being a willing participant. Oh, a guinea pig too. Thank you uh-huh. very much
1: for being a guinea pig. I mean, I'm sure you checked it out before you did it, but still, uh that's uh, that's great.
0: And you know something I missed last week, guys, but um I caught up and I heard last week's, but okay. now I can hear it live. Something we all look forward to each and every week, and that's hearing from the mind of Nikki G.
5: From the mind of Nikki G! Hey, this is Nikki G. I'm a, a lot of people
3: don't know in my youth, I was an avid backpacker. Uh comes from uh, my scouting time, and uh, I haven't been out in the woods in a while. I live next to 65 acres of county-owned land. I figured I'd grab a topo map and, uh, my compass and see if I can navigate through the woods. And, uh, you guessed it. I'm lost. You figure 65 acres, I can just walk in any one direction for 20 minutes and be out the other side. But, no, I'm lost. Day two. I just drank my own urine. It's not that I was thirsty or anything. It's how many chances do you get to drink your own urine. Day three. I decided to, uh, Reference my scout training and follow a river downstream. I couldn't find a river. All I could find was this pond. After 20 minutes of following it, I'm still right back where, I'm, where I was.
1: Because <laughs> he's going around Before,
3: it. <laughs> I gave in the hunger and decided to order a pizza. Bad news is it got here under 30 minutes, so I had to pay full price. <laughs> the good news is the cheese was nice and hot. I decided to try to call for help by blowing a whistle three times. But I don't have a whistle, so I just wandered around the woods screaming on top of my lungs: whistle, whistle, whistle. And did the a- opposite of attract help; it actually repelled the people.
1: <laughs> I think they have a whistle app for your phone, where you could just press the In button. Defense, to it was a
2: playground, and <laughs> you know.
1: And if you don't understand why the audio quality was was what it was, it's because Nikki <laughs> G was using a cassette player to record all that, and he's still missing in those 65 acres which (laughs) since it's county owned i think they call that the yard don't they
2: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) so you know we not only love hearing from nikki g but we also love hearing from you so be sure and call our voicemail at 530-675-4102 or jump over to our website at jeeptalkshow.com and leave us a message just click on the leave voicemail button
2: Hey, this is Tony. And I'm Tammy. And this is Josh. And you've reached our 24-7 voicemail line. You guys know what to do, so at the beep, leave your message.
5: Hey, Tony, Josh, and Tammy at CPO. Uh, I had some feedback for you with regard to the roof-mounted light bar. So uh, on the overclocked build, I happen to have a 50-inch light bar. It's a single-row LED. Um, But I'm one of the fortunate ones that have zero problems with either wind noise or whistling. So uh, and it doesn't matter how fast, uh, and trust me, I've had it up to um, speed, and uh, I have <laughs> no problems say. with it. So <laughs> don't feel like just because you have a light bar you have to deal with uh, whistling or noise. Um, I do have a unique light bar style that only has spins on the top and not the bottom. So I don't know how much of it that comes into play. But I will say uh, I put it on upside down originally, not knowing which was the right way up and it whistled like a freight train. Um, and then I flipped it back over uh, to where it was right side up and, uh, and the whistle went away. So if you've got a design like that with fins on one side, make sure the fins are up. It's actually, as the air squeaks through underneath the light bar and then between the roof line, the top of the windshield, where the whistle seems to happen, not over the very top. Um, so another thing to try, and um, I- I've seen this successful in other installations is try manipulating the angle of the light bar. Sometimes angling it down or up just a little bit will change the airflow enough that it will prevent a uh, whistle. So anyway, just some ideas uh, that I thought I'd throw out there. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good one. I'm sure it
1: depends on where you are in the airstream as well. I, I, was, I, just think thinking, you. Yeah. I was just thinking, since I have mine very low, I mean, mine is actually visible from inside. I can see the the bottom of the bar uh through my windshield. So I, I'm thinking that's probably why I don't have a whistling problem because the airflow is kind of coming up and, and you know, it's really close to the Jeep at that point. If I had it higher, I bet you mine would whistle.
2: And mine is higher. Mine mine is not, you know, directly at the top of the A pillars, you know, coplanar with the top uh top of the roof line of the Jeep. Mine mine is is up and back a little bit uh, mm-hmm. back a little bit because I've got the sunroof. I've got it mounted on the roof rack and uh and so I think a lot of it comes down to that oxymoron you were talking about last week, Tony, the uh, Jeep Aerodynamics.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a brick, and uh, it likes to play a little tune. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, playing a tune, let's uh, listen to Josh, which has probably nothing to do with tunes, but, you know, it's a, a major segue uh, that I was trying to do there.
2: You got tech questions? what ah, do I ever... We have answers. Oh, that's good, because I can. I... It's Tech Talk with Jeep right Talk. Right on the heels of CPO's voicemail, there, we're going to kind of talk about a little bit more noise. Well, just yesterday, I was called over to a buddy's house to help diagnose a mystery noise that recently popped up on his heavily modified late model XJ. Now, this didn't have anything to do with any LED lighting. The noise he had determined was definitely coming from the front of the vehicle, but he was unsure of the source. This is a perfect time to illustrate the point, guys, that not all Jeep maintenance can be done by yourself. Sometimes you need another set of eyes and ears to see or hear something you don't, or just to give you some perspective to think about it in a different way. One of the first steps to any troubleshooting procedure is to take some time for a good thorough visual inspection. Now, although he had his girlfriend work the steering wheel while he gave his steering components a good visual once-over, apparently it wasn't enough. Let me be clear, though. I'm not judging his thoroughness. I think the culprit in this case was his girlfriend not really working the wheel hard enough. After a test drive with him, I was fairly confident of the source of the speed-dependent, oscillating drone tone that was plaguing him, but I wanted to go through the steps just to make sure. After having him work the steering wheel while I inspected the linkage and the components, I noticed right away that the passenger side tie rod end was loose, nearly finger loose, moving around a lot more than it should. Instant red flag. I had him tighten everything up, and we moved on to the next thing. He had mentioned that he had already swapped out the unit bearings, but upon further questioning, I found out the ones that he had put in were just extras that he had laying around from the, uh, in the garage from different axle purchases and swaps over the years. Huh. Another red flag. Junkyard parts can be the difference between getting to work the next day or having to take the bus, but in the case of a weekend warrior, well, it's always best to swap out parts like a wheel bearing with parts that are new. The main reason for this is not to pad the pockets of the part store owners, but to ensure that you're not inheriting someone else's problems. In in this case, the passenger side unit bearing did have a little play in it. How do I know? Well, that next thing I was talking about earlier was jacking up the Jeep one corner at a time, one front corner at a time, rather, and grabbing his tire at the three and nine o'clock position and started really working it back and forth. The result was a lot of play. But some of that was coming from the nature of the inverted T one-ton steering that he's got. But not all of it. It was evident that the bearing on that side One of the used God-knows-where-it-came-from bearings was on its way out. I also took the time to grab the wheel at the 6 and 12 o'clock positions to check the general condition of the ball joints. Giving that some good force told me they were nice and tight, and the source of the noise was definitely not the ball joints. The track bar of the axle had a little bit of wobble to it, but he had already done the welded washer repair trick. You know, it's the easiest solution to tighten back up and mount on the axle side of the track bar when it wallows out its mounting hole. Welding a washer over the top of it will get you another few thousand miles of steady tracking. On top of all of this, I discovered that the wheels and tires he had bought off of Craigslist over a year and a half prior had never been balanced. Now I know what you're thinking. This guy is probably one of those who would have a hard time changing his own oil. Well, quite to the contrary, actually. He's an advanced level fabricator, a machinist for Boeing, and mechanically inclined enough to do motor swaps in several vehicles. Needless to say, this is a jeeper who knows what he's doing. But even with that sort of skill set, it's still very easy to sometimes overlook the obvious or miss something in your troubleshooting procedures, especially on your own rig. Remember what I said about perspective? Having me over there looking at things a different way and asking him the right questions, pointing stuff out and offering some advice ended up solving the problem. He still got a little bit of a modulating noise, but it's greatly diminished from what it was. And of course, his steering's a lot tighter than it was as well. In my opinion, in this specific case the loose tie rod probably allowed the passenger side wheel to wobble a bit as he went down the road, putting more strain on the passenger side unit bearing, causing it to fail prematurely or, at the very least, exacerbated a pre-existing problem in the unit bearing itself. Couple that with a track bar that isn't quite as tight as it should be and tires that have never been balanced, and, well, now you have a perfect recipe for dull thuds, thunks, and noises that you would otherwise not want to hear. So, what's the moral of the story, boys and girls? We all get by with a little help from our friends. That, and be real careful when using junkyard parts. Hey, Jeepers, let me know if you guys have a tech question you would like answered here on the Jeep Talk Show. Just shoot me an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com with the subject line, Tech Talk. I'm thinking you made your friend feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: using it junkyard was- parts? What the hell's wrong with uh, you? He,
2: he, got, he got a nice dose of feel bad when uh, he climbed underneath there and was able to literally with his hand undo the, the castle nut on that passenger side tie rod end. Oh my God. Yikes. Now, the only thing that I think was keeping that thing on was the cotter pin, but nonetheless... Oh, I was just going to say. Uh, ho- hopefully loose.
1: there was a cotter pin in it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, I, it was barely. Barely. I think it had had been pushed down against the threads enough to where it had, had backed out a little bit. I I don't know. It was there, but I saw him loosen that thing up with his hand, and I was like, yep, we've got to get a wrench on that.
1: <laughs> well, sometimes it requires somebody to just to, to come over there and look at things because uh, you don't have any preconceived notions about how it was installed, or what shape it's in. You just start checking
2: checking the items that need to be checked. And this has been uh, plaguing him for a little while now. And so at a certain point in time, you know, you're trying to do things yourself. It's your own rig. You're driving it. You kind of get used to some things. Mm -hmm. Maybe you overlook some things because, oh, yeah, you know, when I put that on, it was all tight and dandy, and, you know, I don't have to check that right now. Well, you know, sometimes things that you do don't always end up staying the way that you did them. So you got to go back and redo things. That's why anytime you, you know, Put on a new component or do something like a lift kit. Now they always recommend take it for a drive, you know, five hundred miles later down the road, go back through and tighten everything back up because I guarantee you it's gonna loosen up.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Shut up and listen. Shut up. So shut up. You don't shut uh, up. Shut up, say. Hey. <laughs> shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler talk. It's time for G Mama.
0: So if you listened last week, you noticed Cody filled in for me. That was because I needed to get to bed early so I could get up early and head to Roush Creek (laughs) because um, I was taking a 301 class um, at Roush Creek with Kyle. The 301 training class is something that can be catered to the driver's need. It can be stock or extreme off-roading. And so I met up with Kyle from... Off road consulting, and he's out of Rush Creek. And he was also the instructor who did my other two classes when I first started off roading. Um, He did an awesome job. He was so meticulous and thorough with explaining to me everything about what my Jeep was doing and what I would do at certain points. Um, And what I wanted, before I headed out on the trails on my own with other Jeepers, I wanted to go with Kyle to help guide me and give me great advice because I was in my newly lifted Jeep and I felt, you know, this has been my trend is to do things cautiously and slowly because, you know, I'm still paying off my Jeep. So anyway, he gave me lots of little tips. One of them was using the steering wheel instead of resorting to my lockers. Um, I did use my lockers a few times, by the way. Um, also, if you watch some of my videos, you'll see a little piece of blue painter's tape on my hood um, right in the center. Um, this was a little tip he gave me to help me line up the rocks so they would go under my passenger tires um, just to get me used to looking and watching the rocks because they're, they're bigger now that I'm going over them. Um, and you can check out two of my videos on my YouTube channel. One of them is wheeling a devil's den in Roush Creek, which is a black trail. Um, That's two steps up from a green. And the other one was Crawler's Ridge, which is a blue trail. And Crawler's Ridge has also earned me a Jeep badge of honor, my second one. Um, and Tony and Josh, I know how much you love and enjoy my videos I put together for the Jeep talk show. So I put together a little compilation of my day on the trails in my newly lifted Jeep.
1: And this is like a 30-second video, right? Well, it was supposed to be 30 seconds. <laughs> Yeah, we do enjoy it. Let's get to it.
0: Is this the pit of alligators? (laughs) (laughs) You sure this is not quicksand? He
1: asked too many questions. Oh! (laughs) Hold
2: there. That was, you maxed out the
4: suspension,
1: and that
3: tire came about a foot off the ground. Holy crap. crap. To tell you what's on the top of this hill, you literally have to go up and turn, because at the top, it's only as wide as your teeth is. In the other side is a 50
1: foot drop off into water No pressure
3: Hard passenger, yep. hard passenger, hard passenger Just like that, keep coming forward, just
4: like that Okay, just like that Your driver's side tire just came off the ground Keep coming forward, just like that <laughs> <laughs> now, That wasn't that
0: bad, was
3: it? No Oh, it's great
0: <laughs> Holy shit, look at that I can't drive <laughs> you can Oh, I am like afraid of heights too Oh, it's perfect then. Oh. <laughs> Conquering my fear of heights. All right. uh, uh. Holy Jesus.
1: Mozzarella G. Uh.
0: There's more?
1: <laughs> it sounds like a commercial. Uh. But wait, there's more! <laughs>
0: That's Holy a nice angle you got going God. there. You guys
1: can't see this. I'm she driving. looks like she's about a forty-five oh. degree angle.
0: <laughs> Holy mother of God! Oh. Remember, the jeep can do it. The jeep's
3: cable. <laughs> just kidding, it's you. just you. Holy Jesus! Go <laughs> the other way. Go the other way. Starting to climb the embankment. You'll turn passenger. Turn hard passenger. You, you can. Stop right there. You're bound up against the embankment. Which if you keep going put you're a rollover spot.
2: <laughs> he hate hearing that. Are you yeah, sure this is, this is a two trail? Two words you never want to hear on the trail. That's
1: a
3: great
0: line right there. You can actually get the perfect like that.
3: That line. Okay, I can't see, so... <laughs> Listen to those
0: tires. There
4: you go. And There, you didn't hesitate. You stayed with it lightly. That's what you want. And you're
0: Holy shit!
1: (laughs) PAG Freak says this video is not safe for work. (laughs) Man, she's getting after it. Yeah, I hear a little tire spin. It said 50 on the speedometer.
0: (laughs) Yep. Okay, I gotta remember not the gas.
1: Oh, I'd be gassing the whole time. (laughs)
5: Feel the difference? Yep. Right there, you're on top. Look what you just drove up.
1: So, if you guys uh, are listening to the audio-only podcast, which is a great way to to get the show, you have to get over to uh, our YouTube channel and just uh, uh, fast forward a bit and find the uh, find the videos tonight because they are really good videos, a lot of fun. And uh, Tammy, uh, so I'm thinking that the part of wheeling that you like is when you're going home. And you're just having that that great relief. I <laughs> like, made it. Oh, thank
0: God, I made it. <laughs> you know, I I sound scared, and um, you know, actually, at one point, it sounded like I was having a baby. I think I was like, oh, uh. <laughs> um, I'm I'm really having a good time.
2: I'm just obviously, scary. yeah. You sound freaked out. I know. I mean, like it's totally always fun to listen stressed to. Stressed out, <laughs> and and like like okay, that's it, no more. You know, about ready to quit and. <laughs> There's more, admit, but wait. By the time you get more. down to the bottom of the trail or, or to the top of the obstacle or, or whatever, it's like, oh, <laughs> oh
0: my God. <laughs> I'm alive. I, I, that's just, I, I guess being loud and, and boisterous like that is the way
2: I, like, relieve my stress moments. the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let mean let me ask you a quick question. Now, uh-huh. you got a chance um, uh, not all that long ago to drive, I think it was the Genrite or Curry Jeep uh, here uh, on, on the not Clayton. Road. Clayton off road. That's what it was, yeah. um, and and that was a, a, a highly modified Jeep, um, right. probably built up a little bit more than yours. But you know that I, if I'm not mistaken, was your first time behind the wheel of a of a real lifted Jeep like that. Now, yes, it was. comparing that against this trip, when it's your own vehicle now, what were the differences between the two?
0: Um, well, I think Clayton's was a little higher. I think he had, I want to say he had thirty seven inch tires. Um, I think for me, it I I was so used to driving my Jeep and hearing the scrapes and, and knowing that I could rub the bottom, that was something really hard for me to let go of. And I mm-hmm. think, I mean, they were very similar once I let go of, I'm not going to scrape, I've got clearance, um, just the smoothness of how it went over everything. Um but when I was in Clayton's Jeep, it was like, oh, I don't have to worry about it. if I break it; it's not my money.
3: <laughs> so I think that's, that was the that's difference. Kind of what I was as
0: far ask as, you as the, the goes and how my Jeep yours. did, it was very comparable. That's very good. Great. Were, were, you,
2: were you purposely being more or less careful with yours? Um, purposely more careful with mine. Interesting.
0: Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So honestly, I I I think it was just because i I was I'm I wasn't used to it being lifted. And so sure. I was cautious like I am when I was stock because I, you know, I, even Kyle looked under my undercarriage because before he we go out, he inspects the Jeep to
2: to Does see what's Does your husband know about this? No, I'm kidding.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> um, he's like, oh my God, your gas tank skid is really banged up. And that was That's from when I was hell Yeah. Stock. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think next time it'll be different when I go out because I know that I'm not going to scrape for the most part.
2: So, yeah, well, and also I, now you know your 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 well your new vehicle's capabilities for the most part oh, you, got, yeah. you got an yeah. idea for what it can do and and yeah. now, of course, what you can do as well so I just yeah. want
1: to point out to the other young ladies that are out there in the audience uh Tammy has done all of this on her own, certainly, her husband has been there to support her and help her uh, lift things and maybe break some some bolts while uh loose whenever she's installing bumpers and stuff but uh, this isn't a situation where uh, Tammy's uh, husband or anybody in her family are into wheeling. And she goes, you know, I might want to try that too. This all started, and you can hear about all this stuff because we have this on interview with Tammy over a year ago. This all started because she saw during Boy Scouts somebody with a, a Jeep that had the top off. Her Her whole thing was, I want that. I want mm-hmm. a Jeep that I can take the top off and and, and possibly the doors. I forget and And it's turned into this sickness, this this
2: yes, uh, <laughs> bitten by the bug, yep. this
1: possession of sorts for her going off road, and she drives th- three hours over there to Rosh Creek. she meets people uh she goes off road, but it's uh the, even her boys aren't going with her, which I think is a huge loss on their part, especially that sixteen year old know what they're missing out how uh-uh. right. well, they will no, when they're older, no. but yeah. So I just want to point out to you guys, uh, Tammy is a, a great showcase for what you can do if you're at all interested in taking your Jeep off-road, or maybe you're listening to this show and you're thinking, you know, the Jeep would be fun, but I'm either too old for that or uh, I'm a girl and I shouldn't be doing that. That's just a load of crap, uh, and, and uh, that's one of the reasons why we were so fortunate to have Tammy join the show, so we can point out to you that you can do anything you want to do. It doesn't have to be a man's sport.
2: Anything you can do, I, do can, I, do I can do better. better. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I thinking of, the
0: same thing.
1: <laughs> and, and I don't know about you guys, but uh, I, I kind of like having the idea of uh, men and women out there off-road, not just the uh, men. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's such, such a sausage fest, usually. Equal opportunity sport. Yep, exactly. All righty, so let's get over to our uh, seldom uh, heard here recently, Camp Fireside Chat.
2: Yay. Oh, no wheel
1: spin. <laughs> the only when it's slick. Uh yep, yep. So, uh you know, I'm going to go ahead and mention this. It's a bit in the future, and I think Josh actually told me no, which is another reason for me to go ahead and mention it. Oh boy. <laughs> if so Josh told I no. am yeah, no. I'm planning a trip. And I wanted to go someplace where there were mountains. And I heard a while back I think they actually shot a, uh, a, a very uh, famous movie. I think it was one of the first. I think it was Stagecoach, uh, if I'm remembering right, that uh, they shot in Texas. And there's all these mountain shots and things that you would normally uh, see in Arizona or New Mexico or maybe even Colorado. And I thought to myself, there's mountains in Texas? Really? Really? So I finally did some digging around. And I guess you could, I guess it's easier to understand now that I've looked. It's in West Texas. It's up close to the border of New Mexico. And it's actually a mountain range that goes from New Mexico down into Texas. Uh, or actually, we're bigger, so I guess the mountain range uh, starts in Texas and goes to New Mexico. Uh, but there's a, a, a park, a national park, the Guadalupe, Guadalupe National Park. And uh, there are lots of hiking trails and I happened to find a video about a uh, – because I, I did a search for Jeep trails in the Guadalupe National Park. And I found a trail that requires a lifted vehicle. They recommend uh, spare tire, jack, uh, water, food. Uh, <laughs> before you go, you have to get a key from uh, the, uh, uh, I don't know, the guard shack, traveler center, whatever it is for the, for the park and uh, you go down this road, and I think it was called uh, Miller's Farm Road, and it is a long, long trail. There's a video online, and it terminates into this nice two-story house at the base of these mountains, and it is just like in stark isolation. I mean, the trail ends at the house. So I'm thinking about um, probably in September would be the earliest, doing a trip. It's an eight hour drive from Houston uh, all the way over there to almost the border of Mexico and making a trip down that f- uh, road to that farmhouse and looking at this, the utter beautiful scenery uh, there and also taking my Jeep that I've done all these modifications to and uh, taking it out, put it through its paces and I think it would be a great photo opportunity uh, for uh, my Jeep, the Jeep Talk Show, and a great place if you guys would like to either meet up and go down that trail with me, or perhaps if you're in the Houston uh, area, you can uh, travel the eight, almost nine hours uh, there and go down that trail, because frankly, I'd like to have some support. In case yeah. something happens to the Jeep. And then, of course, the same would be true for uh, me helping support you if you have problems with your Jeep. And if you don't have a Jeep, that's fine. You know, Bring bring whatever you whatever you have. Uh, it, it, you, you have to go check out the site, though, and I'll have more information about this coming up, but it does say uh, good ground clearance. So I don't think that's going to mean an inch and a half lift on your Renegade. Although Looking
2: at some pictures online, Tony, uh, yeah, they've got a quite diverse bit of terrain out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the trail sections look, at least a couple of the pictures I'm seeing right now, look pretty gnarly. Yeah.
1: And I will tell you, Google car, the Google car that does the mapping for Google maps drove yep. down that trail. You can go the entire oh, wow. trail on Google maps. So cool. Yeah.
2: Now, so have anyway,
0: I heard of big Ben national park. I know. People yeah. It's go not, there. it's
1: not very far from, uh, from uh, where I am at all. Oh, okay. But uh, I wanted to go someplace where there was mountains, have that great backdrop for my beautiful red Jeep.
2: Well, clearly, this is going to be a, uh, a, a photo opportunity, mm-hmm. uh, I believe. So, uh, way, way cool. So, Tony, how are people going to um, let you know of their interest in joining you on this uh, awesome off-road trip? Well, of
1: course, they can call us uh, at the, uh, the voicemail line, 530-675-4102. Or go over to xjtalk.com and uh, just look for my post. Uh, I didn't have that information uh, ready, and this is very, very early. I have things I still have to accomplish with my Jeep, and uh, I don't think going out uh, in the desert uh, when it's 100 degrees in Texas is a good idea for just the, the, the Cherokee cooling system. So that's why I'm thinking September. There will be more detailed information coming uh, and uh, you never know what life throws at you. But this is what I'm looking at. This is what I'm thinking about. And I think it'd be a lot of fun. I'll make, make my wife go with me because uh, she does a, a really good photography and I need somebody taking pictures while i'm while i'm driving so uh gotta
2: throw that drone in the back that should uh, help yeah
1: that's another thing i gotta work on but anyway (laughs) looking forward to that yeah i'm looking forward to that and uh uh, really excited about it i think it'd be a lot of fun and uh it's like a 600 mile uh trip one way almost uh, 700 miles so it'll be a a good test of uh how uh, how well the jeep holds up on a long trip Way oh, cool. and you guys, of course, are welcome too. But I know that would be a, a huge, huge oh, well, long I
2: trip for both think of you. About sixteen hours minimum. I yeah. think. Just well, to I didn't get know you it was that. Looks. I didn't know it was that close. So come no. on down. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just right down the way. You could be there and back in the weekend. No, real cool, Tony. I am. Uh, I'm excited for you, and uh, and of course we'll be uh, teasing that a lot more as we get a lot closer uh, to the uh, to the launch date for that. Um, I, I'm not quite ready for the off road yet myself. I uh, I am definitely street ready. The Jeep is up and driving. In fact, I'm going to drive it to work tomorrow. Um, but uh, it's not quite ready for the trails yet. I don't know if I talked about this last episode or not, but uh, for those of you who are veteran listeners, you know that a couple of years back I cracked my transfer case wide open on some rocks. And, uh, I just was able to barely limp it back to the trailhead, um, uh, where I parked it, uh, and then had a buddy with a trailer come in, uh, come and get me. So, uh, I very quickly, uh, found a, a donor already installed slip yoke Eliminator 242 on Craigslist to, to throw in there real quick, just to get the Jeep back up and running. And I've been on that for the last year and a half or so. And, uh, and the last time I had the Jeep out on the trail it wouldn't stay in four-wheel drive. So um, I I know that there are some issues in there. It's not a stretch chain. Pretty sure it's just the shift fork pads. But nonetheless, I'm planning on taking basically all of the internals out of my old case and putting them in the new one. My dilemma is that whole, well, while you're in there, you might as well (laughs) do this. And so, you know, six... Gear planetary gear set is on my mind. I will a remind HD you, young man, the wide yes. chain is on my mind. I will just remind you, young
1: man, that this is what co- kept your Jeep in the garage for six I
2: months. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I got a serious problem. People help me. So yeah, it's um, you know the other option is well maybe I just build a two thirty one on the bench and when I'm ready for that slap it in. Well, why don't you save your pennies and buy an Atlas? You know, oh, it's just like, good lord. Yes. Yeah, so, I most likely I'm just gonna swap the guts because it's easy. I I have all the stuff to do it. It's right there. I could do it in an afternoon. You know, so that that's probably the direction it's gonna go. But I'm really on the fence about while I'm in there. Why don't I do some of this other stuff? No, dude,
1: do, do what you're what you were saying. Do both those things. Swap the guts and then get you a 231. Put the wider chain and all the rest of that stuff in there. Or Save the money and get the Atlas. The Atlas well, is, is what you Well, because I am going like. to have
2: to buy a 231. I am going to have to buy a, a slip yoke eliminator kit for that. Mm-hmm. I am going to have to, you know, and I don't know if I'm going to have to buy a new driveline or not. I don't, I think it'd be okay, but you know, there's just, there, there's, I'm, I'm, it would be a substantial investment right? because I wouldn't, I would have to rebuild that transfer case. I wouldn't just get a junkyard 231 and, oh, it's good enough and there should be nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it inside and. Yeah, halfway down the trail, no, your friend would come
1: them. over and start asking I you questions.
2: I was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you know, it's one of those things where it's just like you know, uh, yeah, I got to start from scratch, and you know, if I if I head over to uh, to Novak or something like that and get uh, you know their 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 rebuild kits, you know, it's with a chain, a couple hundred bucks plus mm-hmm. plus shipping. So, yeah, but isn't the Atlas like five grand? No, no, you can get an Atlas for you know under two grand, twenty five hundred. Oh, that's not probably. so bad. That's nah, not too bad, but I mean, you're talking, I mean, just that's like another Cherokee <laughs> it really is. I mean, you know, you look at it. So yeah, it's it's just, there's just so many options and, and I'm really undecisive. It's, it's one of my worst traits. Um, I just got to start doing something. And so that's going to, that's going to be it probably this weekend. I do have a couple of car shows coming up where I'm going to need the Jeep to transport uh, DJ gear and stuff. So yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into this too deep. <laughs> at least not too terribly soon anyways. Well Tammy tell us about your ruby rails.
0: Okay, if you guys go to my blog, today's post, um I talked about my ruby wa- ruby rails cuz we were wondering if I they would rub against my tires and um I do have video where they did a couple of times and you can hear the squeaking noise. Um, and it was when I was at max flex. So if I'm just going to do like the regular blue trails, um, it's not going to be a problem, but I decided I'm going to leave my sliders on Tony cause I really like them. Oh, or I mean, no. I'm going to leave the Ruby rails and the sliders together. Um, but where I work, we don't have to remove anything. They, cause we are a fabrication company um, but we do elevators, so they work with steel and aluminum, and they mm-hmm. cut. And oh, yeah. do all that stuff. It'll
1: be easy to cut. I'm just thinking you'd have yeah. better ground clearance with that with the ruby rails off there.
0: Um, no, they'll they'll be fine. I mean, the ruby rails are right in the bottom of the frame, so it's that's um it my and my rock sliders. It's it's fine. Okay. Um, but if you listen to the video, you can hear the squeaking, and I was like, "What's that noise?" <laughs> um, but the other thing that um. When we got back from the trails, you know, Kyle showed me how to, you know, check my Jeep and we were talking about stuff. And we were looking at the diff cover in the rear. And, you know, where they come together on the bottom. They weren't there was like a little teeny, like maybe a couple millimeters hanging down.
3: Mm. One
0: yeah. one part was. And he suggested so it doesn't like so it's more smooth and it doesn't get get um yeah
1: get caught by a rock and it will
0: he's seen that where people like it'll pull it off he suggested grinding it sure and i've asked around and no one's really ever heard of that and i just want to put it out there to everyone listening here have you ever heard of that have you done it is it going to be okay if i do that um you can call in and leave a voicemail or um anyway i would love to hear if that's okay for me to do.
1: Yep, five three zero six seven five four one zero two, or you can go over to jeeptalkshow.com and use our speak pipe feature. It says leave voicemail there on the uh, right hand corner, uh, or right hand side. So Tammy, I'll just tell you, rough stuff. Go look at rough stuff at their diff covers. Um uh, okay. I would recommend. God, those things or, are like tank tank yeah, parts. they really are.
2: I was gonna say rough stuff or uh, rigid would be a uh, would be another one. Yeah, uh, both uh, or no, I'm sorry, not rigid. Uh, riddler riddler diff covers those uh, things uh they actually drove a tracked backhoe over one of them and it didn't even put a dent in it rosie o'donnell uh so uh, nice. i would say <laughs> did you say riddler yes
0: all oh, right like the joker and the Riddler? Like, yeah and- yeah okay. so i i have
1: you some links. i have the the rough stuff uh diff covers and oh my god those things are just amazing uh, so, I was holding off with uh, the AR, putting the ARB in, and the, uh, the 8.25, but I'd have, I even have that diff cover. So, uh, yep, yep. That's, uh, that's a lot of fun. Looking forward to hearing from you guys and what you would do as far as uh, grinding down the, the cover or just replacing the damn thing. I'd replace it. I mean, you know, yeah, I, more goodies to buy.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's Upgrade. on my list,
0: and they were going to be purple ones.
1: Mm, of course. <laughs> so, let's get over to Wheeling Wear with Josh.
2: Yeah, this is where we're going to talk about what events are coming up in your neck of the woods and around the nation Now, the AA Auto Stores presents the 29th Annual Summer Four-Wheel Jamboree Nationals happening July 8th through the 10th at the Bloomberg Fairgrounds in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, For more information, head over to fourwheeljamboree.com. This is what Four-Wheel Off-Road Jamboree guys. Be sure to visit the website for more information about the Monster Truck Show. It's going to be happening at the same time as well as a plethora of other off-road activities happening at this event. Now, um, also, guys, we have a, a wheeling trip that's, uh, well, happening here, well, this weekend as we are recording the live show. For you podcast listeners, this isn't going to do you a whole lot of good, but CPO <laughs> is going on a massive wheeling trip here. And, well, well we've got a little, bit, um, a little bit of stuff from the horse's mouth, so to speak.
0: So I'm here with CPO from Overclocked. Hey. 3D. And he is going on a really cool trip here very
4: soon chris do you want to tell us what you're going to do uh so uh a friend of mine and i are going to take off and we're going to colorado for uh, a two-week trip Uh, we're driving from maryland all the way to colorado and then we are going to spend probably about nine days of the trip just going from one end of the state to the other entirely back country so the goal is to be in the rocky mountains and, uh, and literally from the four corners, the bottom of the state, all the way up to the Wyoming border with uh, touching as little pavement as actually possible. So a lot of high mountain passes, a lot of forest roads, a lot of dirt roads. There will be some uh, groomed uh, county roads and even some probably highway that we have to use uh, to traverse. But we're literally just gonna be camping and off-roading through the Colorado backcountry uh, for like eight or nine days straight and then driving all the way back to Maryland. So that's it. Oh, and uh, the other odd thing I think, probably the most unusual thing is I'll be in a Jeep, but he's gonna be on a motorcycle. He's got a dirt bike, sort of a dual sport adventure bike. Um, So uh, the challenging part for me is I'm going out there without another vehicle, another four wheel drive vehicle to help me. So I'm very conscious about that, making sure I'm uh, capable of doing self recovery because he can't pull me out if I get stuck. We're expecting a lot of snow. Um, So I've got tire chains, I've got a land anchor, I've got uh, traction boards coming. Um, I've got a whole bunch of things that I'm working on to make sure that I can get out um, whenever I get stuck. Um, And then the bonus for him is he's got a built-in support vehicle so I can carry all the gear and he doesn't have to haul it on his motorcycle. So it's kind of a win-win for him. Oh, that sounds so exciting. When are you leaving? Uh, I leave in 10 days from now, actually. Um, Next Friday, I don't even know what day that is now, the 18th or 19th. Um, we're, we were going to leave Saturday, but we're kind of talking about leaving Friday night and just skip it out as early as possible. And the guy's running a leaf blower right now, which is very convenient. So one thing is, I did set up a Facebook page so people can follow the trip real time. Um, I'm going to be live, basically blogging the entire trip, video updates and in uh, photo updates. Um, throughout the uh, the trip, whenever I have service, at least to get uh, information up. So I created a Facebook page, and it's it's Overclock uh, Adventures, and it's Overclock 3D. Um, if you sound it out, but O V E R C L O C K 3D. Uh, adventures and the actual URL is overclock3d.jku on Facebook. And I'll have a real-time GPS tracker so our position will constantly get updated and then I'll update the Facebook feed periodically. I don't know if I want people knowing where I am every five minutes, but um, maybe every couple hours or maybe every night I'll update exactly where our position is in the state.
0: That sounds so exciting. I'm looking forward to following you on Facebook. Cool, thanks.
1: Ooh, that's great. Now, Tammy, yeah. uh, we're going to be getting regular uh, updates from, uh, uh, Chris, uh, CPO, whatever about this, right?
0: Yes. He said he was going to, um, give us some stuff for a show on Thursday and probably next Thursday. And, um, he's going to be posting pictures and all that on, um, his Facebook page. Real Really? Right.
2: really. And,
1: and thanks a lot again for another great interview and video, uh, providing us with that. And, uh, uh, we really appreciate those. They're, they're always good quality. You can see your, your work and TV from years ago uh, paying off.
2: Hey, last week, guys, we gave Mike and his fellow off-roaders the Tri-City Jeep Club, a special Jeep Talk Show shout-out. Even told you guys where to go to go check them out. Now, if you'd like to have your club mentioned here on the show, do what Mike did and send me an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com. Let me know who you are, where you're from, and a- Give me a link to your club site or social media page or even an event that you have coming up, and we'll be sure to give it a special mention on the show.
1: Now, we have a limit, right? We have to have, like, at least 3,500 members in the club or something?
2: No, even if you got Big Bubba having a work party in the uh, shed out back, by all means, just let us know. Drop us a line, and we'll be happy to uh, to put the word out. So
1: a club of two is fine.
2: Yeah, three's a crowd, though. And remember, any club sandwich
1: requires (laughs) bacon.
2: Gotta have the bacon. Candied is better. Well, that's it for this week, guys. Wherever you're wheeling, if you pack it in, pack it out. Let's leave our outdoor recreation spots in as good, if not better, condition than they were when we arrived. And remember to always tread lightly. Stay on designated trails and don't wheel where you're not supposed to. Like to learn more about the Tread Lightly principles and how you can help keep our trails and public lands open for off-road use? Well, head over to www.treadlightly.org. All right, Jeepers, we know you guys are making purchases all the time. We see it in our Amazon You Bought What every month. So the next time you guys order something for your Jeep, make sure you ask the business if they know about the Jeep Talk Show. If you're buying a product or a service from that vendor because of a review or a discussion you heard here on our show, well, let them know. If they haven't heard about us yet, be sure and tell them about the one and only Jeep Talk Show. Who knows? might even lead to a future exclusive Jeep Talk Show discount code.
1: Ooh. Hey, Tammy, I saw on Twitter tonight that you posted up something about steer smarts. It looked like there was some goodies on yeah. CPO's uh Jeep and just in time for this trip what what's that about we're going to have any information coming up on that in yeah, the future Yeah I did
0: an interview with him and hopefully I'll have it in our next product review I don't know if that's next week or not um but yeah it's he's testing out this product it's not even available to the um, public yet hopefully in about at the end of August it will be and Hopefully I'll get to try it out too myself
2: So if you
1: guys aren't on Twitter Go to Twitter and uh, follow uh, Mama Jeep Because somebody already had Jeep Mama So just at sign Mama Jeep And you can see these pictures the same time we do Or you can follow uh, at Jeep Talk Show Because uh, when I see it, I retweet it So uh, go over there and check it out And don't forget to check out Steer Smarts Because boy, they look like some fancy stuff We call that fixin's Down here in Texas, usually has to do with food, but that looked that good. That was as good as food. So, looking forward to more information on the uh, Steer Smarts. It's the Yeti, I think, is what it said uh, on there, right? Yep,
0: yep. The Yeti Griffin.
1: Excellent. So, looking forward to that, Tammy speaking of the twitter uh we're on twitter uh you can uh, follow us at jeep talk show you can go over to uh stitcher radio and listen to the show uh, and subscribe Tunein.com, itunes of course you can go to youtube youtube.com slash jeep talk show and watch the videos or take your time to skip through there and find the videos that we play on the show that sound so interesting in the audio podcast that you gotta watch them like the show help us out and tell the friend don't forget we can be you could be part of our show as well So until next week, you guys have a great Jeep week. See you next time. See (laughs) you later.